Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my channel. My name is Stassi. Thank you so much for being here today. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. I cannot believe the NFL season is wrapping up. It has been an absolute crazy season as we will dive into this podcast. And I'm so excited to have Tattooed Simmer here today and Nard Villain, two of my NFL Simmer friends who we can sit and talk about the NFL. So thank you both for coming here today. Of course. Yeah, happy to be here. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy to be talking about this. This is like my first year that I can actually kind of talk toe to toe instead of looking at Jason being like, "So who's that?" Um, <laughs> I did not miss. Um, I only think I only missed like one or two red zones, but I very much enjoyed my football Sundays this year. But before we dive in, why don't we talk a little bit? About, tell us a little about yourself and who your favorite teams are, and we'll start with Tattooed Simmer. Um, I'm Tattooed Simmer. I am born and raised in Kansas, so I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Um, we have been blessed the last few years, but it has not always been like that. When I was when I was a kid, I can remember being like, you know, two and fourteen, or you know, getting like the second draft pick and things like that. So, um, I remember my husband saying, my husband is very much uh, a sports fan in general. Um, but I remember when the Chiefs picked Patrick Mahomes, my husband freaked out and he said, this is this is going to be different. And I said, it's one person. He said, no, it's not. <laughs> he, said, it's somebody, he said, it's somebody different. And also it was like a couple years before that when we got Andy Reid as the head coach. And like, so it's been good since then. But I remember when it when it used to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, like Patrick Mahomes, which we'll, we'll dive in a little bit more because he will be the. This would be his what third, fourth. uh, fourth. fourth, fourth in, but three wins. Um, like he was projected to be the next Tom Brady, and I still think he will be as long as he has a lengthy career. Um, but I very much like the coach. He's he kind of like I he reminds me of like a Colonel Sanders, but a real <laughs> life Colonel Sanders. <laughs> well, Ted, thank you so much for sharing, Nard. Welcome back, my friend. Thanks for having me, of course. Um, for anybody yeah. listening, or I guess everybody's listening, only us two can see it. Nard is in his Packers Christmas <laughs> sweater, which I respect the commitment as I am wearing Damn a right. Sailor Moon shirt. Um, Nard, welcome back. Why don't you tell us a little about yourself and your favorite team? All right. First of all, I want to say I'm in a full Green Bay Packers outfit. Not just the sweatshirt, but I got the PJ pants on too. Let me let me let me go ahead and show show oh, them real quick. Fashion show. Go. See? There we oh go. shit. Yeah, okay. see, I'm decked out in all green and yellow today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but unfortunately, I'm not from Wisconsin. I am actually from North Carolina. Born and raised. Should be a North Carolina Panthers fan. But yeah, I grew up in a little small town in North Carolina lived there most of my life most of my adulthood i've been out here in southern california and i uh, do some stuff i'm a video producer i um, do a little bit of um, video editing for clients and stuff like that outside of the sims content that i do and yeah my um football history has been very interesting since uh since childhood so so that's a little bit about me I love that. I think that actually kind of leads me into my first question. So um, as we have two people from the States here as a Canadian, uh, football is not really talked about here. Like we have the CFL, 
Um, it's, but it's, a, it's a little different, which I think is the, the funniest difference is we have rouges, which mm. are one point. And I went to my first ever CFL game and I was like, I want to see a rouge. <laughs> <laughs> um, but here it's hockey. Um, as we'll, as we got, we're talking before the podcast starts, like you guys put your kids in like football at a young age, it's Timbits mm. hockey here. Um, so I'm really curious to see, um, what was your first ever football game that you saw as a kid? Do you do you both remember? Um, first of all, let's let's clarify that when we say football, because there's gonna probably be a lot of people listening in. We mean like American football, not like the American, uh, not soccer or or maybe even rugby or whatever. We're talking American football. All right. Um, my very first football game if we're just talking football in general like mm -hmm. no like not nfl or whatever i would say probably like just like a high school football game okay i think um probably dates back as you know way in the childhood when i probably i can't even really remember my very first one but once i started gaining my memory i'll definitely say it was probably like a high school game probably like a you know i'm from a little small town so probably like one of the just you know local high school games um, which was a lot of fun sitting out in the bleachers, watching kids play football, listening to the marching bands, um, just growing that experience of like being out and actually watching a live sporting event. Um, cause I'm pretty sure basketball might've been one of my first, uh, games too, as well. But, um, cause when I first grew, when I first started, you know, when I first grew up, you know, when I was in my childhood, we didn't really have a team yet. Uh, cause we didn't really get the North Carolina Panthers until, uh, I want to say maybe um, definitely like maybe mid 90s. I felt like when I grew up, cause I'm an 80s baby. We definitely didn't have a football team. Yeah, they're an expansion team with like mm -hmm. the Titans, I think. Yeah. Um, and I don't maybe maybe it was just those two. But yeah, they came later. They're mm -hmm. a very Yeah, yeah. So I would definitely say my first football game was definitely like a high school football game when I was a kid. Very, very good. What? Um, so I gotta ask, so is it kind of like Friday Night Lights, like the TV show, like the town comes together and watches, um, high school football, um, people play? Yeah. yeah. Have you guys Absolutely. ever, have you ever been to a college game? Oh, uh, yeah, so many. <laughs> so many, okay. Nard, believe, it or believe it or not, I, um, my, the college I went to, it was a little small liberal uh, arts college and we, they didn't get their football team until like a few years ago. Oh, okay. Um. So we never really. I never personally went to a college football game. Now that I think about it, which is crazy. And I'm from a state that is all about college uh, sports because I'm, you know, obviously from North Carolina. So like, I mean, you got all those crazy uh, football colleges out there in basketball, of course, like Chapel Hill, Wake Forest, ECU, even. Um. You know, all those teams. And um. So yeah, it was just weird that I never went to a a college football game, which is crazy. Like I went from going to high school football games to like legit professional NFL football games, which is crazy. Like I never experienced, I always wanted to, which I still probably could fly on, fly over to like, you know, LSU and catch me a quick game or some road tie, baby, you know, or something like that, you know, but, um, but yeah, it's weird. I never went to a college game, but yeah, Friday Night Lights was definitely a huge, huge thing, especially in like smaller cities when that's when it's when it's a way to to just be with the community. It's like a, a tradition. You don't have anything else to do. Um, yeah. And if you're in a 
small city, but a city that still has various high schools. Mm -hmm. Then you have rivalries, which is kind of cool to see and experience. Rivalries between not just the team, but the bands. You got like bands competing with each other, trying to be that that top band of that city. It's just it's fun. It's just it's culture, you know, and it's it's a lot of it's a lot of fun um, growing up and doing the whole Friday Night Lights and watching teams like compete with each other. And it's a lot of fun. I I love that. Um, Tati Zimmer, how about you? When was the first like first uh, football game you've ever been to? Um, so I th I think like now that I remember, so my PE teacher in grade school is like one of my favorite teachers. He was he was awesome. Like he loved kids, um, made everything super fun, and he was the high school football coach um, mm -hmm. at my school and like. Well, the way we classify schools in the United States, or like in Kansas, I guess, is kind of weird. So like it goes from 1A to 6A. 1A is the smallest. 6A is the biggest. So I went to a 1A high school, which meant I had like 20 kids in my class. Um, so it was very, very, very small. Um, and so it's like the lowest level of competition. And we didn't even play with 11 people. So there weren't enough people to play 11-man football, which is what the NFL is. There's 11 people on every on each side. We played eight-man football. So it's a smaller field, um, same rules and everything. There's just not as many people. Um, so I really got into it when my high school, when I was a little kid, went to the state championship game. Um, and so we all, it was like, nard said you know like it was a big deal the whole town went to the game so that was like my first experience in it um and then we went again the next year so they ended up winning like two years in a row uh he moved after that kind of fell off of it for a little bit my mom and i ended up moving to i moved to a school that was also pretty good at sports um and that was like that was like their thing. So like, if you didn't do sports at my school, you were like the weird kid. Um, There's very few of them that didn't. Maybe like a handful of kids that didn't participate in sports because there were so few of us that like everybody had to do it if you wanted to have a team. So um, we were really good. And we actually, when I was in high school, ended up playing my old PE teacher and his new team in Substate. Um, and we lost mm. and we lost in the last like 26 seconds of the game so on like our stadium was posted like the number 26 for years i'm pretty sure like until the school closed um and then he ended up moving again to my cousin's school and won like three championships there he's like one of the most successful high school coaches in the state he's won like six or seven championships and so that's mm. kind of what started my love for it so then I came uh to university I came to school at Kansas State um and it's not it's not Alabama it's not LSU but we don't have I mean we have good people we have people that have made it to the NFL I've seen a lot of um I've seen a lot of really good people come through this school and like tailgating here is mm. super super popular like the it, you're allowed to start in the parking lot like six hours before the game <laughs> so Dang. and that and they do six um, hours mm -hmm. that's crass so, a long so time before the game if the game's at 11 a.m there will be people there at 5 a.m and a lot crazy. of times they're still drinking from 
Friday before. It's it's like one of the wildest things. <laughs> it's one of the wildest things we ever be a part of. But um, we had some pretty good people like come through, like Jordy Nelson, who was on who was on Nard's team. Uh, What's my but, team? Go ahead and say it. <laughs> Green Bay Packers. Oh, nice. Uh, but yeah, um, you know, so so I grew up, you know, just watching a lot of really good football, except for the Chiefs when I was when I was younger. <laughs> they were terrible. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, that kind of is what like started my love for it. Uh, I got to play like once or twice. Um, they added what we called powder puff football at my school, and it was just like, and then on the opposite, and they had like Ironman volleyball or something like that. So like one evening it was like at the end of the season a year we would switch and the guys would play volleyball and we would play football um so it was just like a fun little way to like end the season and and trade places so I did play a couple of times um but it's not I mean not seriously or anything like that I I that that, that it, that's really cool um it's it's really interesting to hear this perspective um of what it's like to be in the states and like friday nights watching college football players become part of the like the nfl for uh, i'm gonna keep saying this everybody i'm so sorry but for us it's hockey um <laughs> i'm so sorry everybody uh, please keep a tally going of how many times i say the h word because you're gonna get plastered by the end of this podcast um but how the, many like, so far two at least five at least yeah. five um I'll tally so for for myself, the first ever football game I went to was in grade nine. Um, for anybody in Ontario listening, first off, love you. Uh, second, you would all we all know what red feather. So red feather is like when all the all the schools will like play each other as like a one game. It's like the number one rival, and they bust both schools out. Uh, in London, it's at Western, but it just pick a big university, and they bust both high school players. they play on this giant field and like we go and watch we dress up it's a huge deal red feather um but that's it like there's nothing else Mm. for us like i went to school with a ton of people that were in the ohl which then turned into the nhl because i was a school that allowed um to them to be part-time students um so there that was a huge thing for us it was seeing a, a london knights game on um Friday nights like if you if you weren't if you didn't have nights tickets you were trying to get nights tickets or you were trying um or you would just go out and like watch the game at home or you would do that and for anyone who doesn't know what the OHL is it's the Ontario Hockey League it's our juniors Mm -hmm. so it is between I believe 16 to overagers might be 19 or 20 um, that's where most players in Canada, or especially in Ontario, do get their start. There are others, like there's the AHL, which is out in the Atlantic mm-hmm. provinces, and then there's one in like the BC area and stuff. But it's just it's cool to hear. It's kind of like it's somewhat similar. Um, I got to talk about tailgating. I've been tail. I've been to two NFL games. I saw Buffalo, and I can't remember who they. I think it was Detroit. And I've seen Detroit versus uh, the New York Giants. And my first ever game was Buffalo. We it was an it was a winter game, so it was an outdoor arena. Which anybody watching this season, uh, when it was uh, Kansas City, oh, no, it was, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that Kansas, yeah, sorry, Miami, not that that one. No, um, 
No, it was Kansas City versus Buffalo at, at Buffalo. Um, no. I've sat in those seats and it's fucking cold. And we yeah. had a warm day that day. Um, you're just sitting on wood, my friend, and mm-hmm. metal. It's cold. Um, but it was six US dollars a seat. So like Dang, we, it was so cheap. Cause at the time Buffalo was garbage and they were just happy to like fill seats. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was interesting. So we ended up finding this random tailgate. Who were they? Canadians. <laughs> who, That's who, funny. Who just moved to Buffalo, had moved to Buffalo like 10 years prior and just tailgating. Um, I have to, and I had so much fun. It was the weird people, people I've never met. They're like, you want beer? And it was like themed snacks. Everything was like Buffalo themed. And I was like, y'all do this every week holy shit and they're like yeah we do this every week it's, it was like a giant party and i've never experienced that um in live sport before how about you guys what was your first uh tailgating experience and was how memorable was it um i'm gonna think about mine real quick okay uh, mine okay so i went the first like college football game i went to um i was probably like 10 or 11 um and it was when it was when Jordy was in college here Mm. and it was so hot it was like the beginning of the season so we were playing it wasn't even like a it wasn't even like a conference game so what happens here is they play like two or three out of conference games at the beginning of the season they're supposed to be like games that you can win to you know pat your uh whatever to get a bowl game anyways and then you go into conference games so I don't even remember who we played it was so hot outside and we beat them like 49 to 3 or something like that it was crazy anyway so we were thirsty and I went back out like we were going back out um after the game to the car and we didn't have any water but I was like so so thirsty I didn't want to walk back inside to like buy water so my stepdad was like, oh, let's just take some of the water from the melted ice in the cooler and you can drink that. Well, we had like had this huge barbecue, like had fajitas and stuff like that. And so the water tasted like fajita peppers and it was the grossest thing <laughs> on the face of the planet. But like outside of that core memory, my stepdad also rigged up a blender to start with uh, like a weed eater puller um so that it didn't take electricity and you could make margaritas outside and but that was before you had like you know like nin- like mini ninjas or whatever oh, that you okay. could yeah. with you. so this was like in 2004 or something like that so like 20 years ago hmm. um he had rigged up this like giant blender so you could make a pitcher of margaritas <laughs> with gasoline instead of electricity um because obviously beer is not good enough i don't know <laughs> I don't. <laughs> right it's crazy and now here so they've built on um like a huge practice facility and then we have like a rowing facility out by our stadium which have taken over parts of the tailgating space and people are like pissed off about it they're like well now where do i where Make do my i margaritas it's like there's still a lot of part it just i don't know it's yeah, people people take it very very seriously. Some people don't even go into the game. Like when I was in college, I would hear of um, students like when when I was in school, you could buy like a season pass if you were a student, and it was cheaper. 
Um, and some students would buy the season passes and they would almost never make it into the games. They would just stay outside and drink at the tailgates and watch it on their phones because you weren't allowed to drink inside at the at the stadium. That's crazy. That is yeah. absolutely crazy. Um, also, but that's still like, I'm sorry that happened. Like you had to like drink pepper, hot, hot pepper water. <laughs> he was like, um, I know you're really thirsty. I'm trying to help. And then I was just like, Oh, no, I think I can wait for one here. Yep. Um, Nard, how about you? What was your first tailgating experience? I want to say it was probably the Chargers game. Because, you know, I'm I'm living out here in San Diego. This was when they were in San Diego, San Diego Chargers. Mm -hmm. Um, They're in L.A. now, right? Yeah, and they're in L.A. now. So um, this was back when they were in San Diego in the late or early 2000s, like 2000. Uh, probably to like 2007 or 2008 was my first Chargers game and also my first tailgating experience because again I haven't been to any college football games so I wasn't able to experience that whole tailgating at a college event so um, it was actually a lot of fun and I can I can agree that you can really invest a lot of time just drinking and eating at the tailgating to the point where you kind of you could potentially forget to actually go to the game, or you can just get a little too tipsy to the point where it's like you maybe, you probably won't make it inside the game, inside the stadium. Um, but it was a lot of fun. It was it was different because you have like, you can tell from the ones that are like always tailgating, like there's like legit tailgating veterans that are like, they have like the whole setup, they got speakers out there, a DJ, Bosses they got a barbecue. That are rigged up. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, like vans and it's 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 an experience to see. Uh, and I and then and then when I went to go see my first uh, Green Bay Packers game, the whole freaking neighborhood outside of the stadium is li literally a tailgating party. Like you can literally just walk to the stadium, and there's almost every neighbor or every house um, rent out their um, front yard to people who want to park their car versus uh -huh. park it at the stadium and actually have tailgating. So you're literally walking to the stadium and there's like people tailgating and hanging out. It's a lot of fun. And then they also encourage it too when you're out at the stadium too, which was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Tailgating is a lot of fun. Like I would totally just if <laughs> if the NFL or if stadiums were like, "Hey, you can either have a ticket to go see the game or you can just have a ticket for tailgating." more than likely i would just buy a ticket just to tailgate just to be in that environment because the environment could be a little especially when i'm back in my 20s you know it, it, it it's, yeah. it's it's dangerous it's fun though it's a lot of fun i love that for anybody who's never been to tailgating and there's a lot of people on this listening to this who've ne will never experience it because there's only one uk game a year or maybe one germany game a year which I think is actually really smart on the NFL part of getting uh, different countries excited about the sport. Just describe tailgating to I to anybody. I, I understand, but like the excitement of what it's like. I'm just because I just want everyone. I just want everyone to actually paint the picture and see what it's like. I feel like it's like the start of like the the hype of the game right so like mm. that's where you go to like meet all your friends 
um, that you're going to sit with whatever before the game. And it's, and it's like, uh, it's like the party that you have, like before a Super Bowl or, or any like big sporting event, like you bring a bunch of food, you sit there and you talk to people, like, what do you think's going to happen? Who's going to have a good game? Like, you know, things like that. It's just, it's just like camaraderie between your friends because then while you're in the game, you know, you're paying attention, mm -hmm. you're watching on, so you don't really get to talk to those people. So that's like the time when you get to like sit and hang out and talk to your friends before the event. So I feel like it's like number one. And then number two, at least for me, when I got into the college games was like bands are huge in college games and like if you have a good one. They will get you. So, so it's like a tailgating and then the band starts to get you real hype. And then the game starts like it's we, you, if, if you came to a game here, that's it. It starts with that. And then like, you can hear the drums of the band, like coming around the corner and then the students will start to get so loud like they hype the band up too. They love them so much. They're like just as famous as the football players almost. It's craziness. And uh, so it's just like it's just like the start of of the fun, really. I yeah. love that. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people don't really understand like the I ain't gonna say understand, but like I feel like like sometimes the NFL culture, not even NFL, but the football culture is just so different depending on your demographic or where you stay in the states. Like being mm -hmm. like southern states it's not just like the art of the football game it's like some some people literally go for the marching bands because mm -hmm. there's like the marching band is like a large percentage of people like their dream is sometimes to play in a marching band at a specific college i mean there's like it's crazy it's just like it's not just a football but it's also like being part of the band or even the tailgating experience it's it's like to me, it's it's really awesome to see how it's just not um, just football, it's just playing football. There's just so many different demographics. And then when it comes to tailgating, I like to tell people it's almost like an Independence Day gathering at a lake where you're <laughs> doing you're at your thing, doing your barbecue or you're at a picnic doing your thing. But then there's 50,000 or like there's like hundreds of other families all around the same lake doing the same thing waiting for the same thing that you're waiting for, for the fireworks or for that festival or whatever it is. That's what, how I look at tailgating. Because tailgating is still, you're still with your friends and your family, but it, for the most part, it's still like a, you're still friendly around other people that are around you. So sometimes you can like meet people, mingle with people and stuff like that. So I like that type of culture. Like you just park your car, you pull out your grill, pull out your little lawn chair, you got your little margaritas, your water with your little jalapeno peppers in it. And then you just <laughs> do the thing, you know, it's nice, you know, doing little keg stands, got your little DJ out there spinning some tunes. It's crazy. It's it's crazy. It get rowdy too. It gets a little rowdy. But yeah. Yeah. I I have there's I don't know if I have it. One of my friends has it. But there's a video when I started. So I've been at the restaurant I work at for like we're going on year nine now. So I was there when I was like 21. And so all of us at that time were just like crazy 21 year olds working in a restaurant. One guy came in to work with his face. It was like on a game day. So we're super busy. His face is just scratched. And he is like clearly still not sober. And we're, we're like, what is going on, man? What is, what is the deal? And he's like, I don't really know. 
And then we get sent this video. He rode a bicycle out of the back of a pickup truck tailgate. Like he put it in and just like straight face planted because that's what people think is fun to fun to do. It's just it can, it can go poorly if you're not um, an adult about it. But <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you brought those up, too, because I, I feel like we're just uh, talking and sharing about the good parts of tailgating. There are those bad parts of tailgating, too. Fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can you can have fun, but you know, it's 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 like everything else. You just have to some people treat it like the fourth of July every weekend and it's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um spectacular. Um so what stadiums have you been to? I have not been to an NFL game and that's supposed to do the fact that I work in restaurants so I like work on the weekends all the time mm, okay. so don't they like have an opportunity to go um okay. like even when I was in college I went for like the first year um when I didn't have a job and I was just like focusing on school and then after that like I would go to like one game a year maybe when I would have the opportunity to be off so I've never been to um an NFL game but I have been in NFL stadiums for um like college bowl games okay mm-hmm. so like um K-State went to the Sugar Bowl last year to play Alabama so I went to that game um I guess I wasn't that well this year would have been the Pop-Tarts one which was hilarious um <laughs> And then and that was the year before that. So I went, to, I've been to the stadium where the Saints play. It's huge. Um, it's beautiful. That was a crazy time. Like bowl games are also crazy because it's like, it's like the Super Bowl for your college, you know? I mean, not the Super Bowl, it's close. Because like the Super Bowl will obviously be like the national championship, but um, there are some other like bigger ones and they're super fun too. They're just like heightened versions of like regular uh and new orleans is always a fun place so i had way too much fun there but um and then i've been to the cowboys stadium when we had a bowl game there that stadium's almost too big like i caught myself watching the jumbotron more than i was watching like the field and i was like why do we spend all this money for me to watch a giant tv like (laughs) that, that that seems silly um I think those are probably the only two. Okay. I think the other places I've been in weren't like NFL stadiums. They were just places. Mm. Nard, how about you? For me, I went to Qualcomm Stadium back when the San Diego had a football team, which was the Chargers. Um, I went to a Chargers game. I think I went to three. I went to one. I think two was for one. Well, two was for pleasure and then one was actually for work like I actually went and filmed some stuff for uh, actually I think I might have went four times twice for work and then twice for just leisure or whatever um and then I went and actually went to a Green Bay game in uh, actual Green Bay which was fun and I did a Green Bay tour of the stadium one year and then the following year I actually went to a game on Christmas Eve and that was a lot of fun um, being inside of an NFL stadium is is a very, um, a, a very exciting experience. It's like being inside. I don't want to. People are gonna hate me for saying this, but I'm trying to compare like being in the stadium of your favorite team is almost 
almost comparable to your first time experience walking into maybe Disneyland or maybe Disney World. I know, I know that's a stretch. Yeah. I know it's no. a stretch, but I look at Disney adults and I'm like, why, why would you go to Disney without a child? Like to me, I don't. That concept doesn't. I don't understand right. it. But yeah, yeah. for me to like go to a place like that, I'm like, oh my god, this is enormous. Like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know that's a bad comparison, but um, but that's what I'm saying. It's like like when you've been a fan of a specific team and now you're actually be able to go in and, and feel the history, especially older stadiums like Lambeau Field, how the history of it. Um, they still have like, you know, certain architect that's been there since day one that they make sure that they keep polished. So it's part of the history still walking through the tunnels and stuff taking tours and just being in like the just being in the environment is it's really cool it's really nice um so yeah i think i've been to two stadiums and uh yeah both both stadiums are, are really cool in their own way so it's cool being in an nfl stadium it's 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 a lot of fun it's it's cool it's completely like nothing you'd ever see right before because right, so you said you've been to two stadiums right Detroit, Buffalo, and me and Jason toured in Chicago. Uh, nice. Shoulders. Oh my God. I can never say Soldier's, Soldiers. Field. Soldier's yeah. Field. Um, that so seeing Soldier's Field was so cool because again, uh, an original team. Um, they went in, they still have the original parts of it, but it's completely mm -hmm. redone. We got to tour through the locker rooms, the press rooms, the nice. coaches' stuff, the VIP. Rooms where it costs like a million dollars a year to be there and the mm -hmm. like the VIP section. So it was it was it was just so cool to see. Um, which actually kind of leads me to like um Nara's example as being like a Disney adult of going in. Um, for anybody who's never gone to a football game, can you explain to them what it's like when you are playing a team and you're trying to distract the defense and it is so loud and mm -hmm. it feels like there's an earthquake between your feet. Can, can you guys explain that to everybody listening? It's like you're at like a big concert. Like it's, it's, it's like a concert and. With a it, very, just... but yeah, like it, I mean. Like music, if anyone's ever been to like a music festival before, it's kind of like that because it, it can get very like close together. It just depends mm -hmm. on how nice the, the the places that you are, really. Um, but like they sell a lot of student tickets for like university games. And so you you pack in there pretty tight. And mm -hmm. at the beginning of the university season, it's like the beginning of September, you know, end of August, and it is hot outside. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so hot outside, but it's just, like, I think everyone just feeds off of each other, and like I said earlier, like, when the, when the band starts, I think that's when they start it, because you have the drums that really start it, and so people are just trying to, like, match mm -hmm. that energy. instead of, like, a like, music, it's just a low roar, almost, and that's why you can feel it, is because mm -hmm. it's just a, it's not it's not like high pitched at all. It's just a very low pitched, loud, constant noise. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, you just, like I said, it's like energy. Like you just feel the energy. It puts you into it. It brings you into like what's happening. You're like into the game. You're yelling. Everybody's yelling around you. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's, a, it, I feel like it's just, it's just part of the energy. It's part of the vibe that you're in. It, you, you'll be silly 
just to sit there while everybody else is around you not yelling you know it's just like you just you're part of it right it's like you just have to be part of it it's, it brings you into what's happening it's crazy no it's it, it's absolutely crazy the first game i ever went to was buffalo and we are outside and it, like basically you're you're being loud so mm -hmm. they can't the players on the field cannot hear, hear the call so it's either an offside or it's a flag and it's an automatic first down so I didn't know what to expect, but I was because it was outdoor and it was snowing. Um, like the snow was like coming down on us, and like it was like the ground was shaking, and I couldn't see. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is absolutely it, it's so cool to see like everyone just to try to to to, to um distract the defense. Mm -hmm. Um no, it's very again, thank you for explaining that. Just because there's a lot of people, um, which we will get to momentarily. It's their first ever year watching football for oh. uh, one person. Um, so it's it's curious to see their aspect of it. Um, I think this is a perfect time to segue into this season um, of the NFL. Um, there was a lot of um, a lot of amazing rookies that came out this year. I would say both our teams were somewhat affected in different ways. Uh, you didn't have Nard. You didn't have Aaron Rodgers. Um, no, they, he went to the Jets. He went to the Jets and played and got hurt. Yeah, about twelve seconds in and tore, tore his ACL. Yeah, um, that sucks. And no, tore his ACL. He tore his Achilles. Achilles, Achilles. That's right. Achilles. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah. his Achilles. That's, no, yeah, that's worse. He, if he tore his ACL, he probably would have come back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the question, like, should he? Like he has to come back, but the question is: Do you think the Packers were just good, or was it Aaron Rodgers that carried the team? And I the think Packers uh, were actually garbage. No, I think the Packers uh, this year did just fine with them. So I think they are a young team for one, and I think um, Jordan Jordan Love is our our now quarterback and I think he has potential and then because everybody's so young and they don't have a lot of veterans on they do still have veterans on the team of course that they can learn from um I just think they can kind of grow together and like just learn from each other and just be a team and they have a young coach as well so um I thought at one point I didn't think they were even gonna like make it as far as they did because their first four games were like iffy and then the next four games they lost them and then all of a sudden they're like they're together now they're polished they know each other they know how they know how to read the quarterback and they're just you know uh, all around good team they got this momentum out of nowhere now they're like oh we can have potential playoff team or playoff potential tell that to a bunch of young people they're gonna go they're gonna go all crazy they're gonna go all out to make sure that they can prove everybody wrong Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I don't think it was, oh, we lost Aaron Rodgers, even though Aaron Rodgers took us to the playoffs a few well, times, but still lost it. So it tell what that, what does that tell you? You know, okay. We're always playoff potentials, but we can never make it to the Super Bowl. Um, but yeah, he's a great team. I don't wish any injuries on anybody, but, um, but yeah, I, I do feel, um, that we did lose a great quarterback, but now we got a younger quarterback that can do just as 10 times is better, you know. Maybe he won't be as good as Aaron Rodgers, who who knows? He's still a young quarterback, but um, but yeah, I, I think there's some good some good potential for the Green Bay Packers, you know. So go pack, go, baby. <laughs> hey, 
I think that Green Bay did the same thing they just did once before, and it worked well for them. So why wouldn't they mm-hmm. do it again? Exactly. It's exactly exactly what they it's exactly what they did to Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. It's, a, mm-hmm. it's the same situation. Yeah, and then what did Aaron Rodgers do the following year? He took them to the to the Super Bowl with yeah. a fresh new quarter. Uh, sorry, yeah. a fresh new head coach. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like. I could see the same thing happening with Jordan Love, you know, like maybe next year they'll go all the way. I think I think some teams recognize it too late that it's just the energy is off. Like if you don't mm-hmm. have the teams that don't like each other don't go very far because True. That's, I mean, if you don't get along with the people that you work with, it's just, it's just, it's just not going to go well, you know? And so if I, like, I think, I think that he had been there for so, it's like when you have that one person at work that's been there forever and they think that they know everything that's going mm-hmm. on. Like, okay, man, we get it. You've been here for forever, but like, can we try something new? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they don't yeah. want to try something new. And it's like, okay, well, if you don't want to try something new, then go. Yeah. <laughs> like we're trying something new. Yeah, that's true. And I think that was a good thing for the Vikings, too. I don't know if it was this year or last year. They got, like, a bunch of young people, new head coaches and uh, new staff. And I felt like they felt like their morale was a little bit better because they just had a fresher start. I wonder if it – I think that might have been last season because uh, I'm not a big uh, big into stats and stuff. I just usually stay in my lane and just, you know, stick with my <laughs> boys, you know, because there's those type – you know, there's, like, different types of, like, football yeah. fans. You know, no, you got my- your – my very much, my husband's very much a stats person. Like he, uh, like he could tell you when somebody scores a touchdown, what college they played for, and See? like they left for the NFL. It's crazy. Yeah. See, that's the thing. So you got to break it down, right? So you have your big stats. Those are the people that you want to avoid if you're just a just a fan of your team, right? Then you have the football player or fans that are just always going to rep their state. They don't even know who the players are. They might can tell you the quarterback, but but hey, I, I'm from North Carolina. I'm going to rock my Panthers. I'm going to sit with my partner or whatever and do the damn thing, right? Then you have your I'm just all about fantasy football, my work thing, do something together. I'm very competitive. All right, cool. I'm going to root for all these people who are on my little list of uh, whatever, right? Then you have your um, play or fans where it's like, oh, shoot, we I'm a Swifty fan. She's all about the Chiefs. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, boom, those are, that is your lineup of, of types of football fans right there. And hardcore that it's a legacy family team. So if you were, if your great, great granddaddy true, forgot about them was a Detroit lions fan. You best believe you will Mm -hmm. be a Detroit lions fan. You, you bleed blue. Mm -hmm. Um, that's so funny. Um, so obviously we, we can't talk about the NFL without talking about Taylor Swift. Um, I love that she comes and supports her man. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say it. Um, so the funniest thing, if, so we I got married on September 23rd um, and and all the handouts, we did like a fun, like, you know, get to know the couple because not everybody knew me or knew Jason. And the question was, is what's our favorite NFL teams? And my husband is a Giants fan. I cannot say I was always a Kansas City fan because that would be the biggest lie. Um, I actually liked the Cleveland Browns and 
the reason I'm going to say that is because I never watched an NFL game until I met my husband. Mm. So Sundays were football days. So I watched the uh, the Browns go 0 and 16. So I was like, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick this team because next <laughs> season they can only do better. <laughs> um, and then I they did better. And I remember when they won their first game after like 19 games. So like almost a year and a half. And the fucking crowd went insane. And I was mm-hmm. like, yes. And then they did some really shady stuff by hiring a really gross player. And I didn't like what they why they would do that. So I was like, I really like Patrick Mahomes because I like that he was a baseball player. So he throws these fucking crazy ass throws. And he's like a kid. So I was like, I, I like this guy. So I'm going to, I changed my legions pretty quickly. Yeah, um, no, that's- <laughs> I was like, I like this. This, this is cool. Um, so anyways, since the last couple of years, I've been a Kansas City fan. So Taylor Swift's first game was September 24th, 2023. Because it was the day after we got married. I fell asleep on the couch because I was exhausted the day after the wedding. I wake up. And Taylor Swift is on the screen and everybody's messing, messaging my husband. Well, I, I guess a husband as of a day um, is like both your girls like uh, Kansas City. And it has just been a joke ever since. And now people are like, oh, do you like Kansas City? Because of Taylor Swift. I'm like, no, no, no. I have proof. <laughs> the day before, which was made months prior that I'm a Kansas City fan. But she she's done a lot for the nfl in the last year people are tuning in who have never turned into an nfl game the kansas city jerseys travis kelsey sold out the day after you have more people watching for the first time ever you can't deny it and i don't care about the chads and the brads and the dads okay like she's just supporting her man like Mm -hmm. don't be mad at her that the nfl just shoots over to her at every time travis does something Right, that's what I was, it's not her, like, she's just there. Be yeah. mad at the man, be mad at the NFL for showing her all the time. Instead yeah, that's of the, true, too. Her fault, like, yeah. not her fault they show her on TV all the time. That's not, she's just, no. she's there. It's, that's just what they're doing. Um, But it just, yeah, it cracks me up how much everyone around here has, like, gotten into it and, like, tried to capitalize off of it. And it's just, like, can you can we leave people alone? Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like crazy. It's like one of the craziest things to me. But I was laughing last week. So last Sunday, a woman walked in with a sweater that said Taylor's boyfriend, and I jokingly said, "I know you're new here, but the Super Bowl's next week. This is the All Star. This is the Pro Bowl. The Super Bowl's next week. Like we have to skip. We have to skip a week. I know." You- <laughs> But 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 maybe ask questions before we wear the Taylor sweater on the wrong week. I don't. <laughs> it's not. It's, he's not playing today. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. But I mean, if if we're being honest, though, like I know people are always gonna, you know, there's always gonna be people who appreciate it and people who are gonna hate it. But I think just in general for the NFL, I think it was a, still a positive impact. She's not a bad person. It's not like you know, it's negative, like a negative result. Like I mean, it's for not the like. Fa- like the NFL getting attention for, you know, outcasting a person for taking a knee or exactly or not outcasting a person who has like, allegations of misconduct of like 20 women, you know, right. it's, not, it's not that. So like, yeah. 
don't why are we mad <laughs> yeah it's like it's like um most people are she's an icon and the fact that an icon enjoys football mm -hmm. people who follow her is going to be like let me give this football thing a chance my favorite icon likes football let me see what this football is about all right she likes kansas city chiefs i guess i like kansas city chiefs not me but you know her fans uh so yeah that's what <laughs> oh, i think right asterisk she's actually an eagles fan Oh, she yeah. comes from a, a steady line of Eagles. Like her dad's oh. a full-on Eagles fan. Disrespecting so. the Eagles, Taylor. <laughs> it was crazy, too, because people were so... Like, people have so many insane, like, conspiracy theories with everything, like, surrounding her. And it's like, can we just leave? Like, they were like, she's an Eagles fan. She's not a Chiefs fan. She's just trying to infiltrate the Chiefs to destroy them so that the eagles can win the super bowl it's like yeah how did that work out the eagles right. lost the town and the chiefs are still here. so can we just can we just stop right she's like again she's just supporting her man like let her have i mean she brings her famous friends cool okay whatever she's going to a football game with her friends on a sunday so do the rest of us right so like you, why yeah, does it matter yeah, and out of all fairness, she could still be an Eagles fan and just rock and rep her boyfriend's team yeah. because they're obviously two on the different divisions, uh, AFC and NFC. I mean, you know. Well, exactly. I, I mean, her future brother-in-law, I mean, he's Eagles. It's fine. Yeah. I, okay, future brother-in-law. Come on. You think got... they're going to get married? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, this this is love. Like, oh, okay. As a as. Uh, believe me, I had so many conversations with Swifties because I'm surrounded by them. Um, just looking at her and how in love she is, it's not an act for the first time in her dating history. Like, you can genuinely see how happy she is. And this is also me gauging. So, also, Alicia, you're, you're a mute. <laughs> I said, so we are admitting that the rest of them are acts? Is that what I just heard? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. that's she what I heard. That's yeah, what I heard is that the two months, three months, two months, four months, two months, three months, four months, how many have we had? All just for songs? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll get back off my soapbox. Um, hey, I mean, she was with Joe for the longest time. Okay. People thought her and Joe were endgame. I don't yeah, know. That was long. But the thing is, is Travis is the first person that acknowledges to how fucking famous she is. Mm. He can't sell out a stadium. He can't, not just mm -hmm. him. She can go to any spot in the world and sell out that stadium multiple mm -hmm. nights. Yo, she's selling out um, parking lot emission <laughs> seats at stadiums because people want to, people are willing to sit outside the stadium to go see a Taylor Swift show. Yes. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. That's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Um, but I'm hope, I, I do hope, you know, they, they, they get married and then we can see the real life high school musical mm. Troy Biopic. Bolton experience. If, is he I going, is he going, is he going to be, is he, if it's a boy, is it going to be a, a football mm. player like his dad or a singer like mom? We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> um, but That's I mean, funny. there's, there's also other very crazy moments um, this past season. You had a very high scoring game uh, against. Oh God. Uh, the Miami Dolphins. I don't know who the fuck they destroyed. The Dallas, or not the Dallas Cowboys, the Denver Broncos. Denver it was, Bron it was 72 versus 20. And I was like, I woke up and I thought it because I had a nap and I was like, oh, 
that clearly I, is a wrong score. And Jason's like, no. <laughs> I didn't know you can score that many points given how often you switch over the turnovers. Plus, that's like Madden, like Madden 2022 type <laughs> scores when you're, when you're playing know. like the computer in like beginner mode or something. So no Miami's coach used to be Denver. Like he's from Denver and he was Denver's ball boy when he was younger. Oh, so, he, yeah, and I love him, too. I think he's hilarious. Like, the the videos of Mike'd Up, Mike McDaniels on the sidelines, like, he is so funny to me. He's, like, one of those young coaches that, like, makes people want to watch it again, mm -hmm. I think. Like, I think that's also part of what, like, are bringing more people back into the NFL is, like, we're starting to get some more younger coaches. And so it's not just, like... Like Andy Reid is old. He's not going to be yeah. there for Belichick is gone now, you know, mm -hmm. like, so some of the older people who have been around for So it's like, it's almost like we're turning over into like a new generation mm -hmm. of, of, mm -hmm. of football. And like, we haven't really seen that in a really long time. You know, mm -hmm. I think it's like, it started with Tom Brady leaving. So now there's like this, this shift almost of. It's a change of the guard, right? It's just, yeah. Um, now, you guys actually brought up my bonus question. Yeah. I like to ask this question. Was Tom Brady just the fucking best or was Bill Belichick? I don't know, actually know his first name. Was he the best coach or was it just a perfect storm? Yeah. I, so I've always said that like the, I think that the quarterbacks who like are super highly talked about coming out of college, like they don't always do so well because a lot of people talk about their physical abilities and their mm -hmm. physical appearance and things tom brady is not mm -mm. huge like no. he's right. a normal size dude really yeah like paul but he's yeah. not ripped he's not but he's very smart mm -hmm. and like that and like that's like like i was talking about mike mcdaniels earlier like a lot of people that he went to yale to play football that's why miami has done so well is because he knows like how to play football and so mm -hmm. i think that tom brady was so smart that like that compensated what and i, I think people regard him as so great because you look at him and you wouldn't think like that's the greatest quarterback the nfl has ever had mm -hmm. like you know what i'm saying but he was just so he's just so smart and he yeah. knows the inside and out so well that like he knows what you're about to do before you do it. Like, that's just it. That's just, that's the way Michael Jordan was with yeah. basketball. Yeah. Like they know the entire game so well that there isn't anything they haven't seen really. Right. You know, right. like, and um, Nard, how about you? What are your thoughts? Yeah. I think the same thing. Um, I also think it does come with the team effort, like being a good leader on a team that, is going to be able to also provide for you. You can be the best ever, but if you're not connecting with your team, with your coach, then it's like you're out there, you're, you're out there on the battlefield with no protection. You know, I like think of it as a battle. Like if you're a good leader, your team's got to believe in you and protect you too. Like it's like a, it's a unit. So if you have a smart, good leader, like obviously like um, Brady, then I feel like you're a he that makes him a great quarterback. He can get in any situation, any war zone, and be able to do what he does because 
he might not have the best of offensive linemen, but his offensive linemen, he knows how to st- be strategic about how he's going to be able to be capable of getting the ball out with 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 the strengths of his team. And he knows, yeah, like well, like you said, don't he? I mean, there are people that dislike him, but like to me, like there are certain people that I think about, like throughout just my professional career, that maybe we weren't like people. Um, but like the bosses that knew how to speak to me in a way that like I would understand and motivate me to be better, even if we didn't like agree on things, you know? And so yeah, it takes like that kind of a person to like gather people like that. Yeah. You have to how, to how to like talk to people and work with people too. Like, yeah, you know, you probably really did. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Oh, sorry. Super poorly about him, you know, like there's not tom brady controversies no besides you know, besides yeah. deflate gate yeah um, well, that, but you know like that no. that was also a group effort <laughs> see something i will say um i kind of came in kind of late because like i don't like i just he had already won several super bowls by the time i'd like ever seen a, a football game with him in there um he knows the game like we talked about what i kind of respect about him is he was what a 12th round pick yeah he was he Mm. was a fucking he's a cinderella star regardless if you like him or not not only that he took a less salary so he could have a better team around him and also if they lost the game he never once said oh it was it was my tight end that couldn't get his shit together or his defense he would say we need to work better as a team Mm. he never singled anyone like to me that's just a high level of respect and the fact that he left uh, the Patriots went to the Buccaneers and won a Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. My opinion, he should have just left then. He could have just said, you know what? I'm great at this sport no matter what team I play on and call it a day. And it's kind of, he didn't follow the Joker's message from the Dark Knight. You either live long enough yeah. or you to see yourself become the villain. And he mm-hmm. did. I mean, at the end of the day, his, clearly he was having family problems. His wife wanted to see him. His kids wanted to see him. They didn't want to watch him on a screen anymore. I wish they could have. I would. If I, I'm sure he wishes he could go back and change it. But at the same time, I just this man had had such a legacy. Goes just, down in like the worst season he's ever played, and then mm-hmm. retires. Right. As the- advocate though i am somebody that if you tell me what to do i'm gonna 100 not do what you just told me to do i'm I'm, everyone was telling him to retire his wife was everyone was everyone was telling him to retire and if that were me i would say fuck you i'm gonna retire whenever the hell i want to retire you're not gonna tell me when i'm gonna retire and somebody who's the greatest and michael jordan did it too yeah 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 you know, like he, he, they just can't, that's their life, you yeah. know? And like, what, what do I do now? Like, what, yeah. what am I supposed to do now? So like, I understand why he, you know, did not And like, I get it. Cause I would be like, no, I'm not, I'm at the top of my game. Why would I, why would I quit now? Right now. And all people are telling me I need to quit. So it makes me want to not quit, you know? Yeah. So, that's my side of it but that's that's also just the way I am like <laughs> my mom found out that about me at a young age like if you tell her what to do 
directly, she's just 100% not going to do that thing. <laughs> well, I think you should obviously continue to be a cheese fan then. <laughs> <laughs> keep on being a cheese fan then. You going to be a cheese fan? You going to keep on being a cheese fan? <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Maybe maybe if Taylor Swift stays, I'll have to I'll have to switch sides. So okay. Switch, never be a, switch but I, get, I do get what you're saying because I feel like a lot of great players don't want to quit when when their superiors are like I think this should be your last year because look at I mean look at Joe Montana he went over to the Chiefs yeah you know Far was like look I, I still feel like I got a little bit more years in me went over and did two two additional teams even well Aaron Rodgers made a choice to leap on his own I guess because he I guess he had some yeah. conflict with the team but um, but yeah, he's up there now. To I think he should probably consider retiring. No, I, I think that he needs to go just be on the Pat McAfee show every day. Like that's yeah. what he really wants to do. He should just go do that. Like right. it's not this like like he loves being on the show. It's not mm -hmm. he could make a lot of money on the show. I don't. He can make a lot of money, more money. Yeah, doing that. Like I don't understand at this point. It's like so I don't understand why. But I guess maybe that's just the same thing. Like everyone's saying mm -hmm. you're. 38 years old you can't come back from a torn achilles and he's like bet yeah see <laughs> yeah. yeah he wants to prove everybody wrong and then go out with the worst season he's he had his whole entire career you know mm -hmm. same with jordan and everybody like i'm like man like you guys are like on top but i guess we'll never really understand like how it really feels to be like the best of something and people are now saying you should retire you know it's crazy to be in those shoes and just be like, no, nah, I got two more years. Let me play for the Bucks, you know? Let me do it. Let me do it. See, yep. I proved you wrong. I won a Super Bowl. Yeah. You know? I don't know. It's crazy. It is crazy. Um, so more back into the season, because that was going to be my last question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of um, We also had one of the coldest games on record in Kansas. Jesus. Yeah. Like that, it, like, like, it was freezing. I don't know how anybody sat out there and was uh, fine. Like a lot of people got hospitalized and things. How uh, cold yeah. was it? Um, it was negative four, technically. Mm. With the wind chill, it was negative like 23. Dang, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Dang, that's crazy. Right? Yeah, it was like, I, I don't even know if I went to work that day or not. We did a podcast but, like, that day. I, I remember, um, I remember like that week at work, I did nothing but mess around because like it was, it was that cold all week. Oh, it was wow. that cold all week. So there was, no, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how high tech Arrowhead is. Like, do they have, I don't know if they have field warmers. I know that they have them built under the field that some they places got to, especially if it's but like cold. but like the thing about that was was it was so cold for like so like so long that it wasn't like it was just cold that night it had been cold and so everything outside was cold like those metal seats like there was no warming those up mm -hmm. or anything like that or like you know even walking on the cement in the parking lot like the cement is frozen it's not even you know that warm anymore because it's been negative degrees outside for days um yeah it was like people got hospitalized like fans got hospitalized with 
uh, hypothermia and frostbite. And I'm like, the tickets were like 50 bucks and you could sit like right, um, right on the field. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. No, right. it couldn't be. Hell no, not me. You, no. al- you also had Buffalo with a giant ass snowstorm that they had yeah. to delay the game a day and then had to pay people $20 an hour to shovel out the game. Dang. Which is insane. See? That's crazy. Right. Game must go on, right? Game game goes on. Um, also, in this round of playoffs, you had Buffalo, Detroit Lions, and the Cleveland Browns. That is insane. The These Browns teams, were in the playoffs? The Browns were in the playoffs. I didn't know that. They were the first game. Oh, I didn't know that. And they got destroyed, just like I predicted them they would. <laughs> um, so who at the yeah. – did you guys do a draft? Sorry, go no, sorry, go ahead. No, I didn't. You did not. Nara, did no, you? I didn't, I didn't no? do a draft. I was just trying to get my damn Packers to get get past the 49ers. I I thought the beginning of the season was just like like everyone was winning and losing, and it was so kind of like up in the air that it was kind of hard to tell. You know who was gonna who was gonna come out on top really because like Nard said everyone was kind of like nine and five nine mm-hmm. and, you know what I mean? mm-hmm. it wasn't there wasn't like one team really maybe Miami at first at the yeah. beginning but I was oh shoot they might they might be a team to, that's gonna go I off really, I, told, I told Stassi before that game and like even me talk about I, I wasn't that confident in our ability to beat Miami like I thought that would be the hardest one for us to get past first. Mm-hmm. And then when it was that cold, I said, "I the only way we're going to win this game is the fact that it is negative 23 degrees mm-hmm. outside. Yes. And it ain't never anywhere near that cold in Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> no way ever. near. No, and I think that's a good point as well. Like, you could have that, – that's the beauty that I love about NFL playoffs. It's one game. Mm-hmm. One game make or breaks you. You don't have to be the mm-hmm. best team. You just that's have true. to have the most luck. And I would say who Kansas City played had a lot of injuries. So, mm-hmm. and that also does play a factor. I make it to, to be honest with you, I do not think Kansas City deserves to be in the final two spot. And I, as oh, a, no. no, not even close. No. I would have loved to see Detroit. And I, yeah, I ended up even nice. messaging you. I was like, I really do hope Detroit wins. Um, yeah. Watching, because I, I watched um all of the game. I watched pretty much all the playoffs. Um. But seeing Detroit win not one, but two breaking history, like mm-hmm. yeah. they have not made it past the third round since like the 50s. Mm. Right? They've been for a very long time. Yeah. So it was just. With was... one of the greatest players of all time, too. That's what's crazy. Yeah. Well, Barry Sanders. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So it was just cool. To... And then like when they won and people were staying in the stadium and just cheering and just crying and watching. Like it's mm-hmm. just. That to me holds more value yeah. than anything. I'm just seeing a team overcome and endure being the joke of the league for how many years? Cause everyone always says, why does Detroit get to play the Thanksgiving game? They're garbage just because they're a legacy team. Doesn't mean that we should follow through, but they, this coming season, they fucking earned it with, especially with yeah. their new coach. Um, now, who do you think is actually going to win the Super Bowl? I'm gonna have to just keep it NFC. I don't care who. I I, I think it's. I think forty. I I hate to say this, but uh, 
Because I have some friends that are 49er fans, and they're just going to love, 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 love to hear me say this. But I might have to go with the 49ers. But, and, and not only that, is, and, you know, I used to rock with a lot of the 49er fan, uh, players back in the 90s. You know, Jerry Rice and Joe Montana and Steve Young. So I, and Deion Sanders at one point. Um, so I just have a little bit more history with the 49ers than I do with the Chiefs. Cause, um, okay. uh, so I'm going to say, um, I'm going to go with the 49ers. Okay. I think they got potential to, to beat up on the the Swifties. <laughs> Tattoo here, but who do you think is gonna win? Um, I obviously want the Chiefs to win. Um I I think that the Chiefs will will win. We call it I just it's it's Mahomes magic. I don't know what it like I don't think that we should be in the Super Bowl, so we're gonna win it. I don't know. I don't <laughs> like it's just what was that? Was it the first year that we won when we played them four years ago? Yes. No, uh, they, four years ago. Yeah, four years oh. ago. Yeah, no, they. Yeah, we we won because I don't know if you guys have seen the conspiracy theory because it's uh -oh. literally the like four years ago repeating itself, uh, and then yeah, the world so. ended like literally the following month. So yeah, we are like, let's see if history will repeat itself again. Um. Yeah, it was during the elections and mm -hmm. COVID yeah. and all that. Yeah. Yep. I think I think that that year we're already well, I'm still beat down from that year. Like the Kansas City Chiefs winning that Super Bowl was the high. And then the rest mm -hmm. of that was just down here. I mean, I guess I did get married that year, so it was fine. But outside of that, it's just it was just a mess after that. But no, I hope that I hope the Chiefs win. Mm -hmm. Um I do think that San Francisco will have a sort of, you know, vengeance because of the way that that game ended. Like they were up so many, like they were up a lot. And then we came back mm -hmm. at the end to win it. So, um, but they're also, if you don't know, um, one of the architects of Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas is like, a, I believe he's a K-State grad. Mm. Um but he is a Kansas City Chiefs fan, and he buried a Kansas City Chiefs flag in the dirt under Allegiant Ooh, Stadium. Okay, that's a true. There's a picture of it. It's a true story. Amazing! No. Wow, that's crazy. There you go. Got a little luck on their side. Um, my original bracket because Jason got me to fill this bracket this year. Um, I thought I had the first C teams playing against each other: Baltimore versus the. San Francisco 49ers. I did think the 49ers were going to win against Baltimore. However, I do think Kansas City will win because they will have Super Bowl experience of going mm. in and understanding the pressure where I don't think uh, as, a, as a Brock Purdy, I don't think he, Brock I think, Brock, I think he will, mm. I think he'll crumble. So cute, he? He's, He's cute. But again, a, a Tom <laughs> Brady, like a Tom Brady experience. Yeah. Fucking 12, like the last round True. pick versus a first round pick. Yeah. So true. I'm very curious to see. Now that we've, you know, we got football and our thoughts out of the way, there's also two other aspects um, of football that kind of gravitates towards everybody, which would be the halftime show mm. and the commercials. Um, I very much love both. And before I ask you guys what your favorite um, halftime performance is, I have to make you both feel old for a very uh -oh. quick minute. The Janet Jackson titty out was 20 yeah. years ago. 20 years ago. I remember where I, this was like, this is like a core memory. I remember where I was. I was in my bedroom. I was reading Charlotte's Web. I was reading and I heard my parents go, 
<laughs> from the living room and I ran out to the living room and I said what happened because it was the halftime show I was like it wasn't football so I wasn't interested like I mean I cared about Justin Timberlake but mm. I didn't care about Janet Jackson and I wasn't gonna watch Justin Timberlake without the rest of NSYNC at the time because I just didn't care so mm. I was like whatever so I'm gonna go do my reading for the night and I'm gonna come back when the game comes back and then I heard all that and I came out and I was like what happened and I was like don't worry about it and then the halftime performance was over and I was like, that was only like five minutes. And she was like, yeah. <laughs> and then that was the end of that. The internet was just like the place at that point, right? It wasn't where it's at now, but it was starting to <laughs> be where it, where it is now though. So you can go up and find the, the, the news articles and stuff about it at that point, I think. Yeah. And then after that, we had like really crappy ones. And now they're finding I couldn't. I was okay. last year. I got very emotional. I am a huge Rihanna fan. Like I love her so much. Mm -hmm. I am going to take off work for like at least two days if she ever comes out with a new album because I won't be able to do anything else. Um, I'm like a Swifty in that way. Like I, it's been seven years. We're on year eight. I can't handle it. Mm -hmm. And so I really thought last year when she, cause I said, Rihanna's not going to perform at the Super Bowl for no reason. She has something to say. So when she was at the Super I was like, it's a new album. She's announcing something. And then she announced that she was pregnant again. And I was like, dang mm. it. I'm still not getting, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm still not getting another album. I was so sad. I was like, I'm happy for you, but I'm sad for me. I <laughs> Same, same. I love Rihanna. She is my fucking anthem to life. And I was, I thought the same thing. I'm like, album, album, album. And I remember looking, it's like, is she pregnant? No. No, she's No, I, no. I saw it. I saw it instantly. I looked at my husband. I was like, God damn it. And she was like, he was like, what? What's the matter? I said, she's pregnant. He said, how do you know? I said, look at her. Wasn't right? she and on that big platform too, up in the sky and all that? Yeah. yeah that was crazy. I but was like, she, man. But was... she just had her son. Like under like his her son was like ten months old at the time, so I was like, "Damn!" Mm -hmm. No, I yeah. know. Like, oh, yeah. But yeah, I kind of like the. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say this year. I think if um little John doesn't come out with Usher, I am gonna be highly upset. That's a, that's an icon. Mm -hmm. that you can't have you can't have a 2000s party banger without one of two people little john or t-pain mm -hmm. it has it just you know mm -hmm. it is what it is yeah because he had a lot of like good hits with other people in him so he's gotta like bring out some people yeah even skype r kelly in for the one song that he did with him uh like what's that same, same girl? girl yeah 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 so <laughs> Nard, I, I like you done so well without getting canceled. Why would oh, you? Oh damn! I I, I I fooled that up. No, no. I just I, I think that was more of a joke. Y'all knew I was joking <laughs> when I when I when I when I said R. Kelly. Um, I'm gonna say I actually like the Dr. Dre one. Uh, from two years ago because he brought out like Eminem, he brought out Snoop, <laughs> uh, all the OG peeps from the '90s and early 2000s. So I thought that was kind of cool. I have a little cheat sheet here because I, I can't remember a lot of the other ones. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like for me, super the halftime stuff was like hit or miss for me because mm -hmm. a lot of the artists I wouldn't have, other than Prince, uh, oh. I wouldn't have really been too stoked to see them play 
live. I mean, unless it was, you know, I, I actually enjoyed the five minutes of the Janet Jackson and Justin <laughs> Timberlake, you know, but until that happened, but you know, so right. try to uh, think of some other ones. Um, I will, I'll, I'll, I'll top you. I'll give you my three, which Rihanna, which unfortunately is still number three. It didn't mm-hmm. cry. Number one is Lady Gaga. She mm-hmm. fucking killed it. It was so good. Number two, The Weeknd. Mm. Well, I watched they that like Super Bowl. <gasps> I I love the week. No, Sassy, don't don't do that. <laughs> uh, I love the weekend. I have been a weekend fan for like over ten years now. Like he is. I love the weekend. I did not like that set because he played. I am a trilogy person. Like okay. the mix that he came out with originally in the trilogy are my favorite. And yes. there was like none of that. And everyone was like, he's terrible. What is it? I was like, because he didn't play any of the stuff that he's known for. And is that's that's good. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I love, the, I love The Weeknd. I just didn't like that set. Okay. He did play House of Balloons, though. So he, slightly. Yes. Yeah. I just, I, I love The Morning. I love yeah. um, what's uh wicked games i love mm-hmm. like i love the, but those i understand maybe that's those are not family friendly songs that we can sing <laughs> in the audience but like i don't i don't know that's that's just that's okay. the week i prefer to listen to and that's just not what we heard okay i can res- i can respect that i i i'm a i'm a general i like i like i like it all i just like that it was because it was COVID times he was able to like do bigger things because like he didn't need a stage because like mm-hmm. half, like the arena was not really being played in the, so the I, actual and the stage work i that that was amazing yes but the set list that was put together of his songs that was not crazy about that's that mm. is fair and then my third would be um rihanna i think the worst super bowl i've ever seen was like moon five with his shirt off i'm like why do we get to see his nipples involuntarily <laughs> <laughs> fuck him um so i do you guys like I know we talked a little bit, but do you think Usher will be good, or do you think it'll just kind of be like a for, like a forgettable one? Mm. I think it, like I said, I think it depends on if, who he brings out. Like if he, yeah. if he's just up there by himself, I think it'll be forgettable. Yeah, I agree. I think he's gonna come with some good guests because I, just like Dr. Dre, while we knew he's gonna have to bring out yeah. basically his whole discography of artists he's worked with. And with Usher, he's got to bring out all his party bangers. Like, all, like, yeah. like he can't mm-hmm. just come out here and do new stuff like the, you know, some unknown stuff. He's got to come out and do, like, uh, Confessions or even that song. I don't feel like it's Super Bowl appropriate because it's like he wants something upbeat, right? Like, he want his upbeat classic tunes with, like, T-Pain and all them. So he's got to bring out some, like some yeah. artists you know i think he'll be all right i don't know if it'll be top three material but i think it'll be like oh that was cool depending on how his stage performance is and in the setup the set design i think with rihanna even though i do rock with rihanna um i think what i got out of it was her stage setup mm-hmm. uh, she was all up on like the, the the um apparatus up on the you know up on, the, on in the air i thought oh that was crazy i was like mm-hmm. Man, that's crazy so and- i hope she's secure up there <laughs> And the fake welcome wagon running towards her, which mm-hmm. I can't unsee. Thanks, Simmers. Oh, oh that's right. <laughs> Someone was quick with that. Yeah. I got to be quick with this. I got to do some Super Bowl related Sim stuff before 
before someone gets a hold of it. Hundred percent. Like I was still at I was still at the bar uh, the bar I was at, and yeah. I I had people sending it to me. I'm like, this happened 15 minutes ago. Yeah, amazing. People were we're on it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> And again, Super Bowl commercials. I love Super Bowl commercials, and it's hard for Canadians. We don't see them. Mm-hmm. We uh, have we have to go. We have to wait till YouTube the next day, and then you'll see all the American commercials. It's like an hour's worth of commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have any Super Bowl you commercials that stick out to you? They're like, ha, it's funny. I feel like mean? they used to be. They're just not as good anymore, and I don't know why. Because right. I feel like people should just save their entire marketing budget mm-hmm. for one Super Bowl commercial because nobody really watches syndicated TV anymore. I could be wrong. Um, but I haven't watched ABC, NBC, or CBS in many years because I just don't think it's worth my time. Um, so, like, if do something that's funny. I just think mm-hmm. the last few years haven't been... Like, I remember, like, the E-Trade baby ones and, like, the Doritos yes. commercials. Like back in the earlier mid two thousands, that like everyone thought were hilarious. Like they brought the E Trade baby back like last year or the year before or something, but it just was like, uh, like I don't, I don't know. It's I don't. I I guess we're missing original stuff. It's just not. I don't know. They haven't hit the same in the last few years as they've hit. That that's when fair. We're- um, for me as a movie lover. That is when they release trailers for the first time or TV show trailers. So I'm expecting a House of the Dragon trailer, uh, a Last of Us season two trailer mm-hmm. and kind of stuff like that. That's what I fucking live for are the movie trailers that and the TV trailers that come with those spots. Um, I guess a second close one was when they did the Breaking Bad reunion because I just love Brian Cranston and everything <laughs> he does. So he can do oh, whatever yeah. he needs. He's amazing. He's amazing. And um um uh, uh oh my god what's like, aaron paul um yeah, aaron paul. he can do whatever anytime they're together it just makes magic and the fact that like we had a like a heisenberg and you know say my name for fucking mm. popcorn or chips hilarious i had no notes yeah. i was like this this one for me um, yeah no i like the i like the um remember remember back in the day when it was those bud why Zer the uh with yeah. the frogs i don't yes. know if y'all remember those yeah that was that's the ones that stood out for me it was just so simple like budweiser ones um and then last year uh, i think it was last year the tubi uh commercial where they made it look like you were you something was wrong with your 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 tv and it like it was a tubi like format or something like a youtube it's like a youtube uh platform i don't know if y'all heard of tubi or not um, but yeah, the Tubi commercial was funny. I thought that really stole the show because it made it look like you were still watching the game and then it paused or buffered or something. And then it was like, oh, Tubi, super simple, but it was effective because it somehow they made it look like it was still you're still watching the game, but you weren't. It was because it was part of their commercial. It was really good. I thought it was clever. I, I like that. Yeah. Um, well, do you guys have anything else before I throw our bonus question? Mm, I think that's all the commercials I think I can think of. Anything else? Okay. There is one aspect of football we've yet to talk about. And in my opinion is the best part Uh-oh. is when you, when the players announce their names on the primetime games. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously there's been many parodies of it. Uh, obviously key 
and peel. Um, I watch that skit more times a year than I like to admit. It's absolutely <laughs> fucking hilarious. Now I have to ask you this: What would your what would what, what would you say? I'm just curious. So, like, would you rep the college you went to, the high school you went to, the elementary school you went to, the daycare you went to, fucking Hogwarts, culinary school, anything? I'm just curious. I'm going to do the most cringy thing ever. Let's all pretend that we are part and we say who we are and what school we went to. Um as I'm putting you guys this on the spot, you're more than welcome to take a second. I doubt you're like me who has rehearsed this many times, yeah. who will I... never play in the NFL. Um, but whenever you right. are ready. I think I'm ready. You are right. okay? Yeah. All right, let me see. I gotta figure out what my position will be though. Um <laughs> I'm about, I'm five eleven, I'm about two, I'm about one eighty. So what what would that be? But I'd be like a maybe a no, I'm too too small for a tight end. In a way, I'll just throw in like quarterback with it. All right. Okay. Okay. Gennar, all right. Gennar Sutton, quarterback. Dag, dag. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That'd be that'd be mine. Okay. Okay. I would go with tattooed simmer twenty two. That's my favorite number. Um, but twenty two doesn't correspond with my uh position though, so that doesn't make any sense. Um. But I, whenever I played football, I played center. So, uh, tattooed center, twenty-two center, Kansas State University. Nice. I like that. I would go uh, Jenny T, quarterback, uh, Glen Karen Public School. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm not telling. I rehearse that again more times a week than I'd like to admit. <laughs> I just look at the mirror. I'm like, one day I'll get to do. do I'll be in the NFL. <laughs> I like how you guys went straight to quarterback. I went, see, I'm very much a, I have a very much a Jason Kelsey attitude toward most things in life. Like I'm going to show up in what I'm wearing. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to do my job and then I'm going to go home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can we just take a minute and just say how amazing he was? Fucking yeah. No shirt. That man. Yeah, I do. I do also like to party occasionally, but yeah. <laughs> And he was shirtless the entire time because it would just shoot yeah. back. And he was just like sitting there, like questioning his life choice, like yeah, <laughs> jumping into the crowd, being like yeah, like I love yeah. that. I have no notes. Absolutely amazing. Well, I think this is a part. I think this is a perfect spot to cap it off. Um, yay football. Um, it's act anyone listening to this and like wants to get into it. There, it's really fun to watch. I particularly, I don't know, but you guys, do you watch Red Zone at all? No, we don't. Like I said, no. we work time, um, so like I watch T. I watch games at work, but I don't That's like have it. Um, uh, Sunday, one p.m. Red Zone is on this house because uh, to me, as someone who had a hard time following it before, it's so much fun just seeing all excitement, mm -hmm. shit, all the time. Yeah. And Scott Hansen is probably one of the best hosts that you could possibly ever have. I hope till one day I get to interview him. That would be a huge dream of mine. Just a host to a host. I just want to. I want to hear like his mindset going into it because mm -hmm. he makes every game exciting. And not having him during playoffs suck because I actually have to watch <laughs> an entire game. I would yeah. rather just watch play. that little boy at like the um the media day for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh my God, my little heart. 
Right. He's like, I just wanted to be um, in sports media because I couldn't play sports because of health conditions. And I was like, stop it. You're too cute. Like, he was so good, too. Mm. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to see that. I'm going to have to go check that out on the YouTube or something. Yeah, you should. Yes. It's, a, mm. it's, a, it's amazing. Like, he's a very talented little kid. I want to, like, follow his YouTube channel now just to, like, see. Because I, like, I feel like that would be a good place to start if you don't know watching sports because it's like a little kid talking mm-hmm. about sports you know like right. it's he can't i mean he probably can oversimplify it more than i can but yeah. like still it's just like he was adorable i loved him that's great or you also have the puppy bowl which will be mm-hmm. is it is it today or tomorrow puppy bowl same day super bowl and then the um uh the kids stuff the kids football the nickelodeon Oh yeah. Yes. SpongeBob is gonna perform in. Yes. Oh, that's funny. Right? Again, it's kinda it's just like haha fun. Well, anyways, thank you both so much for coming here today and indulging in football. Um, there might be five people listening to this podcast. We love you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, well, before we wrap up. Uh, why don't you t- uh, why don't you tell us about god damn it this is how i don't film six podcasts a week anymore why don't we tell everybody where we can find you uh nard you go first you can find me on all the social platforms at nard villain um that is facebook instagram nard sims tiktok youtube and i think that's it <laughs> <laughs> And the draft wars, which I don't know when oh. we'll come back, but soon. Soon. Um, soon. So we can go ahead and announce that, that we'll win this. That was fun to watch. I love that. I will actually be more prepared. Well, because like I, I figured out what I'm going to do because I can't build with you guys because. Mm. No cheating. I, no, I'm just going to record my screen and then I'm just going to have that playing mm. while you guys are building. So you, you, can, you, you can see the hour of me struggling. Okay. So, um, <laughs> tap. Where can we find you? Um, I go by Tattooed Simmer everywhere but the gallery. Um, so if you want to download my stuff from the gallery, it's um, G-R-O-A-L-I-2234 there. But Tattooed Simmer on Instagram, Twitch. Um, that's where I am mostly. YouTube sometimes. So. I, love, I love that. Well, thank you both for coming here today, nice sharing us. your football knowledge. I... Stas, where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me anywhere. Uh, you could find me at the store, I uh, probably <laughs> eating chicken nuggets. Um, definitely on the couch eating um, popcorn. Uh, I have a Peloton class. Just kidding. Um, you guys can find me <laughs> at uh, Stassi J uh, Sims Four. Um, my podcast page, which is Stassi J Sims, no Stassi J Unplugged Podcast. Uh, very exciting. We're starting to actually wrap up season two, which is fucking mm. incredible. Uh, we had the first <laughs> part of the season finale, which was this week with Daniel Builds. Uh, we will pick it up, not this week. We I have a very special episode coming out on Wednesday, Ooh. Love Day themed. Um, so please stay tuned for that. Uh, the season finale will be the following Wednesday where I wrap it up, which I thought would be really fun as a round table. Because uh, that's why we started this podcast a long time ago was bringing Simmers together. And I thought it would be very fun to wrap it up Ooh. that way. Uh, also stay tuned to a very also special announcement that i have been working on for the last couple months which will also be coming out on love day um as well um season three will be back at some point but 
it's a little further down the road. Um, I have a, a Sims story called Rose Chronicles where I'm actually putting all my time to these days and I'm having an absolute blast. So please go check out the Rose Chronicles as new episodes come out every Sunday. No longer on Mondays because Instagram hates Mondays, but mm. loves Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. for some unknown <laughs> reason. Know. Don't know why. Um, So please check that out. Um, Yeah. And please go check out Tattooed and Nard. Um two of the best simmers out there. So everyone have a great rest of your day. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. I hope at this point you're heading out to eat some chicken wings and some beer or tailgating <laughs> or whatever, or you're listening to this because you're a hardcore dedicated fan and being like, what is American yeah, right. football? Um, so please, please, please enjoy and have a great rest of your day, everyone. Bye. Dag, dag.